Hey everyone, because of COVID-19 and the need to practice social distancing, I have had to cancel the rest of my in-studio interviews. So this will be the last official episode of season two of That Moment When, but I will be back with season three in the fall. So you're about to hear an episode where I talk about my solo experience staying in a getaway cabin in upstate New York. I hope it inspires you to really think about the value of uninterrupted me time and the joys of spending time in nature. And I also want to thank you all for sticking with me through season two, all of your support, your rates and reviews and sharing on social from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you all, and I love you all, and it means the world to me. So without further ado, here's the last episode of season two. What's up, everyone? You're listening to That Moment When with Maya Harris, and I am Maya Harris. So a few weeks ago, I did something that was very out of my comfort zone, like way outside of it. I booked a stay at a getaway cabin by myself in nature where I would have zero access to the internet. And the not having internet access and being in nature, those weren't the scary parts. Being solo dolo on this trip was the scary part. While I love to travel, solo travel isn't really my thing. Um, I took a quick trip to Miami in 2017, 24 hours to be exact, for a conference. But even then, I don't know if I fully consider that a solo trip because I knew someone down there and spent some time with them. Um, But getting down there was the solo part. So I guess I'll give myself a little credit. Um, But shout out to the people who really love solo travel and they... They feel like it's life-changing and it fulfills them in some way. Shout out to you guys. I am not there yet and I don't know if I ever will be. Um, But a few people asked me, including my parents, Maya girl, why on earth would you stay in the woods by your damn self without access to the internet or phone service? And I tell them, self-care, that's why. But I don't get to enjoy it a lot because I work in Manhattan. But nature really calms my soul and fills my spirit. And working in the city has its perks, but it also has some major downsides. And I saw one too many fights on the train one morning, and that was it for me. I was like, I need to get out of here and take a break from this routine. So after spending months of scrolling through the getaway Instagram and telling my therapist and boyfriend about this trip, I decided to book it. And honestly, y'all, I am so glad I did. So just to give you a brief history of getaway, getaway was started in 2015 by two Harvard grad students, John Staff and Pete Davis, who wanted to help stressed out and overworked people escape the bustle of Boston. So they tricked out a few 160 square foot tiny homes 
and park them in a secret location outside of Boston. The company now has a slew of tiny houses in the woods, including New York, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, Portland, Atlanta, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. New York has two outposts, so any of my listeners from the New York area are interested in going, Catskills East and West, So, and I decided to stay in West. I'm not going to go into too much detail about the booking process because I wrote a blog post about it, and you guys can read all of that on my website. I will drop a link in the description, but I wanted to talk about the impact of finding time to be truly present and free from digital distractions and disruptions. So after a two-hour drive, I get to my getaway cabin on this foggy February day. The air is crisp and cool and honestly slightly eerie since I was pretty much the only one on the campsite. But in a strange way, it was comfortable. I arrived about 30 minutes before I could actually check in, so I parked my car, set up my tripod, took some photos and videos of the surrounding area. While doing so, it really hit me how quiet it was. No honking horns or sounds of cars zooming past, people yelling, laughing, nothing but the slight rustle of the trees above me. I walked around the campgrounds to get a lay of the land and experience the feel of nature. The muddy ground that made soft squelching noises under my boots and the gentle feel of raindrops on my face. I finally checked into my cabin and honestly, I was completely shocked on how roomy it really was. The cabin's exterior plays some serious mind games on you. One of, if not the most amazing feature of the cabin, is the massive glass window that looks out into the woods that surrounds you. What makes it even better? The bed is located right next to the window, so you can go to sleep with the moon and wake up with the sun. As soon as I walked into the cabin, to my left, there was a desk with a cell phone lockbox, a welcome packet, and a complimentary s'mores-making kit. Due to the weather, I didn't get to go outside and light a fire and make s'mores, but I definitely took that bad boy home with me, and I plan to enjoy that in my fireplace at home. Directly in front of me, was a kitchenette complete with a stove, mini fridge, and all the utensils you would need to cook up a perfect camping meal. Next to the kitchen was a bathroom with a toilet and a shower. Now this is a room that y'all need to experience for yourself, so I won't go into detail on that. Trust me, it's worth seeing it in person. I unpacked my disconnect to reconnect essentials, which included two issues of travel and leisure, my journal, and an old iPhone turned iPod full of pre-downloaded podcasts. I spent some time lying in bed, just taking in my surroundings. You know when you're meaning to do something for a long time, something that means a lot to you, 
and you finally get the opportunity to do it, that's the feeling that washed over me and stayed with me during the entire duration of my trip. All I could think about was, I did it. I'm really here right now. After a few hours, I made dinner, a hearty meal of chicken noodle soup and mini open-faced tomato, mozzarella, and basil sandwiches, and I listened to a few podcast episodes before I started to journal. The sun, which was clouded by fog, was setting, and before I knew it, it was pitch black outside. Like, if I wanted to step outside and put my hand up to my face, I wouldn't be able to see my hand at all. And I never realized how loud darkness could be. Like, it was deafening how loud the darkness was. Um, But eventually I, I fell asleep and I woke up around 1030 to the sound of nature settling around me. And that sounds like creaking and crackling. And at first it was, it sounded like something was in the cabin with me. It was a little scary at first, but then it becomes soothing. And since I couldn't see anything outside, I was sitting there at 10.30, almost 11 o'clock at night, thinking to myself, well, now what? I want to take a moment to read a quote by John Staff, the CEO of Getaway. We created Getaway to give people time, space, and permission to be off. Our tiny cabins in nature provide a break from the city, technology, and work so that you can recharge and reconnect to who and what matters most. When was the last time you took a moment to do nothing? I mean, absolutely nothing, not even thinking. I have never given myself that permission. I feel like when I was a kid, I was still involved in something and doing something. Our society is structured to tell us that time is money, not only in a business sense, but at the most basic level and core of our everyday lives. To do nothing is wasting time. So you're essentially wasting money. And it's immoral to waste this quote-unquote bank of time that you are given. And if you don't produce something in that time, you've wasted the currency that is your thoughts and actions. Doing nothing feels so expensive, which is why it's so hard for me to sit still. But when you're in a cabin in the woods at night, miles from home, nothing is what you're going to have to do. So I laid there in bed and did nothing. I closed my eyes and did nothing. And eventually I drifted off to sleep. Nothing will do that to you. 
That was until I woke up again. It had started to rain and the pitter-patter of droplets against my cabin was soothing. I opened up an issue of Travel and Leisure and skimmed through the pages as I have done a hundred times before. And for the hundredth time, I thought to myself, you know, I am really tired of seeing white people in these photos, seeing the world and living luxurious lives. The difference between having that thought now and having that thought before was the little voice that popped inside my head and asked me, so what you gonna do about it? That voice that I heard never showed up during those moments because of how distracted I was by the noise around me. I would have that exact thought and instantly tend to a notification on my phone or watch a video on Instagram. But now that I didn't have those digital distractions or any distractions really, and I gave myself time and permission to do nothing earlier, I started to map out what I was gonna do about it. The concept of time off is frowned upon. We feel so guilty for wanting to take time off to enjoy a vacation or take a moment to relieve the burnout that we are experiencing from constantly being on. More than half of working Americans say that they feel guilty sometimes or always for taking time off of work. Fortunately, traveling and taking the much necessary PTO has increased over the last few years but America is still deemed the no vacation nation. I know that sitting alone with your thoughts in a small space can be a bit scary and stressful for some, but doing nothing doesn't have to take place in a cabin in the woods. If nature isn't your jam, that's completely fine. Find time and cultivate a space that allows you to just be. Start small by putting your phone on do not disturb for 30 minutes or block out a time in your day to read or meditate, go for a walk, something. We are constantly working, moving, going and draining ourselves. It's time that we find ways to fill ourselves back up. It's time that we gave ourselves permission to get away. Before I leave you, I wanted to end this episode with the sound of the rain that I recorded from my trip. Just a small bit of the nature that I took home with me. And I hope it brings you a sense of peace.